SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Burkhart Worley and welcome to Pop Talk, the show where you never know what topics might pop up. I think you're going to love today's topic. Uh, we're going to be introducing a woman who has spent almost four and a half decades in law enforcement and she was a trailblazer in the field. But before I introduce her, I want to introduce our Pop Talk co-host to my far right, Michelle Burden, filling in for Rosemary Legrand once again. Rosemary yes. will be back in November. And to my immediate right, Mayada Naami, who is a regular on Pop Talk. So welcome, ladies. Thank and uh, this is going to be another great one. I, I, I can feel it in my bones. Our guest is Susan Welch Rodriguez. Susan is from Dallas, Texas. That's where we tape. And, and even attended college here at Dallas Baptist University. Uh, she's a Dallas girl. Wait till you meet her. <laughs> through and through. She has worked for over 40 years as a deputy sheriff. And now she's a county mountie where she serves as the captain of the Dallas County Sheriff's Posse, which means she's on horseback and she rides on ATVs. She's a tough lady as well. And she holds a master's or master peace officer's license. In addition, she's multi-talented. Uh, Susan's a musician and a songwriter. She plays piano, guitar. She's going to play some guitar for us in just a few minutes. And trumpet. And she pr plays in the prisons. And she serves in prison ministry with June Hunt, the CEO and founder of Hope for the Heart Ministries. You've probably heard of June. She's been on the radio for years. And, and uh, Susan's also written a book appropriately called She's a County Mountie from Bulletproof Vest to the Armor of God, which is a memoir of true stories from Susan the Cop. And I, I know she's got some great stories. So Susan, welcome to Pop Talk. I'm just Thank you. so excited about this show. And I, I can't wait to hear your original song that you're going to play for us toward the end. And I do feel a kindred spirit with you because you uh, started out a woman in a man's world. Now it's not quite so unusual, but when you went into it, it was, and of course, I was a, a pioneer female sportscaster. Now it's no big deal. But back then when I went into it, there were just a handful of us doing it. So how did people react to you when you first decided to be in the sheriff's office? And, and were you able to break through that glass ceiling? It, it actually took decades. But when I first hired on in 1978, I was so young, I couldn't even buy my own bullets. Uh, you had to be. You had to buy enough. your bullets? <laughs> exactly. Well, they what they issued, you didn't want to carry. So with that, uh, I was really young. And once I got the went through the academy and got the uniform and was out and about, going into a coffee shop, you could hear the forks sit down on the plates. You, there was just this silence. So with that, I, but um, I was kind of shocked too because this wasn't my plan. But, uh, you know, as we know, the Lord has the plan. Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, for I know the plans I have for you. Uh, plans declares the Lord. He says, uh, future and hope and, and not for calamity or harm. Of course, I wish I knew that back then. But I, I wasn't, you know, I just didn't know the Word of God then. But now, he had the plan, and he moved me through these decades, being on the front lines of Dallas, 
fighting crime, if you can only imagine what that was like. And then to horseback fighting crime on horses. I mean, I do good on the ground. <laughs> but leaving that squad car and going in on to a horse uh, was a, a challenge. But, um, you know, we, I didn't have any chains on my steering wheel. We could go anywhere and everywhere. And whatever needed to be done to help people, um, it was tough. I tracked fugitives. Uh, what I'm saying is apprehending those that were wanted on felony warrants. And I had, you know, Dallas County is a big county. It's almost 900 square miles of, wow. there's some water in there. But with that, uh, there's a lot to address. A lot of warrants and a lot of activity and a lot of pushback. And I was so, gonna say, you're a lot tougher than I am. I'm just telling you right now, I'm, I'm a wimp well, when it comes to stuff like that. I, it's hard to believe. She's in the sports casting field, and, and I know that she pioneered that just as well. It was the same animal, I'm sure. But, um, but we're overcomers. And I, I knew that God had me the whole way, the whole time, because I got in these life and death situations, and, and I wondered, driving home, how did I get through that? How did, and by, by the grace of God, I, I just thought at that time that I was just lucky. But I, I knew that I was running out of aces with each, <laughs> each run. I used to run on Crime Stopper tips. I have my, my pen here, my Crime Stopper. So if you call Crime Stoppers and we would get a tip on someone that had robbed a bank or maybe capital murder, we would, we would go, we would go and, and we would set up and see what we could get and actually uh, arrest that person. And so, and bring them in before uh, justice because we're all presumed innocent until, you know, until we, we deserve a trial. And, uh, but it is very exciting and lo and behold, I have many stories we're going to hear those in just yes. a minute. Yes, okay. we're going to hear those. You had to be pretty tough to handle a sheriff's job. So what were some of the reasons that you thought that you were cut out for this profession? Well, I didn't know. But <laughs> what happened was they took me. I was like a piece of clay. And these drill instructors, they molded me. They could train me from ground zero. So they taught me how to shoot, how to, how to fight, you know, and, and how to drive, tactical oh. driving. So there's a way to do it. <laughs> and when you come out unscathed, you know that uh, you're, you're on to something. You're training. We fight like we train. Right. So with that being said, I, it, it was something I didn't know, but I knew I had to move with I had to go with it. I had to yeah. do it. So I hope that. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the trainers were amazing. They, uh, from, uh, they, they were the ones that trained me. They were uh, the city policemen, Dallas city policemen. They were on the motorcade of the, the Kennedy assassination. It was those wow. guys who chased Bonnie and Clyde, and they had all that street knowledge, street savvy. And I was like, would you give that to me? <laughs> of course, they wanted, I was seen but not heard. You know, so I was just like a sponge over in the squad car. I just soaked up what they had to say and what they had to share. And uh, it was, it was kind of, what do you call it? It was, it was pretty uh, sandpaperish. Mm. But, uh, you know, we learned by doing. Yes, ma'am. And they were patient. Tell yeah. us some of your responsibilities as a sheriff and uh, tell us one of your most life and death experience that you can okay. share with us. There's many facets to being a, uh, I'm actually a sheriff's deputy. I was sworn in to uphold the constitution, to protect and serve. And so many of the things is uphold the law. 
And so we maintained the jail. And as far as, for me, I spent most of my career out on the front lines working in the warrant division. And I had, uh, the, the, uh, I had many areas in Dallas. Uh, the closer you get into the interior, the more trying it was. But, um, so I served felony warrants. And so people say, well, what is that? You just drive up and you, you hand them a piece of paper and you just give them the warrant? <laughs> And I said, I wish it was that easy. No, uh, we, I would track down uh, fugitives on, wanted on felonies such as murder, capital murder, uh, assault. Uh, the list just goes on. Robbery, uh, car theft, uh, just the, it's a link, just whatever. And I drew plenty, a lot of felonies every day. And it, mm-hmm. my, my favorite area, and I had a great rapport with the people, was Fair Park. Fair Park in downtown Dallas. The State Fair, Texas, the great State Fair, big Tex, you know? And he's saying, howdy. And we're out there, you know, bringing people to justice. And uh, it's it's exciting. There's a lot that happened. And and it all, it's about the Lord Jesus and and how he goes before us and parts that Red Sea. He yeah, gives but, you opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you had a, but you had a life and death experience. You brought a book because it, it, it was part of this. And can you tell that story? Because it's powerful. This is uh, the sword of the spirit. This is the Holy Bible. And the title of it is Free on the Inside. And it is true that the truth will set us free. However, um, I found this in the dumpster. And I don't normally go into dumpsters like this. But the thing was, I, I saw this the word of God at the bottom of this dumpster. So I, I got in and got it. And it wound up saving my life down the road. What happened was I was reading this Bible, this very copy, um, in, in my car. And a uh, would-be robber came to my window. And he pulled up, actually, in his car. And he came to my window. I was on a bank parking lot. And I thought, why me? What? You know, so, um, and I'm still, you know, I'm an officer. So I'm always carrying and it's, I'm sworn to, you know, to do that. So he came to my window, and I, I, I'm trying to be retired at the time. <laughs> and he come, and so I just pushed the Bible throughout out the window, and I said, "Do you know Jesus Christ, the Son of God?" And as a diversionary, because we do that, we we have to use diversionaries because we don't want to hurt anybody. When I pushed my Bible out the window, his eyes went back and, and fell back, and he fell back flat on his back in the parking lot. And I pulled that Bible in, and I had my Colt 191145 in the <laughs> And I was like, I don't even need this. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God yes, here, ma'am. right? Yes. Ephesians 6. And so here he came again. I thought, really? Well, it worked the first time. Here we go. <laughs> Bam, out the window. Do you know Jesus Christ, the Son of God? And he said, and fell back again. But he, he said during that, he said, but ma'am, the demons are telling me different. I'm a new Christian at this point in time. And I thought, I don't know anything about demons. What is he talking about? And then I remember that it says Paul, Apostle Paul talked about, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the things that are going on in the heavenly realm. This is why we must take up the yes, whole armor yeah. of God, yeah. see? Yes. So the breast, the plate, and all those. I I'm learning. I'm a learner. Yes. And this is all fresh to me, but it, it works. 
So he went to his car. I thought he was going to get a rifle at this point. Mm. And I got behind my taillight. So I had my Bible and my gun, and I got out of my Suburban and got behind the taillight and was watching him. And he came out from his trunk. He slammed his trunk, and he opened up. What he had was a big bag of candy, and they were called Skittles. <laughs> and I was like, what caliber are those? <laughs> and they went all over the parking lot. They And oh, he... No. Now, this is a God thing. He went straight down on the parking lot and started eating those Skittles. And uh, so I, I put the gun up real quickly. I'm on a bank parking lot. And uh, he, I walked up to him and I said, sir, I mean, what is, is, is going on? He says, I was going to rob you. And I said, I know. He said, I stole the sunglasses and the toboggan across the street. And I said, well... He said uh, that the demons were talking to him. And I said, well, you know, if you let Jesus in, he'll, he'll drive them out. And I thought, where did I get that? When I, <laughs> anyway, I prayed, we prayed together, and he asked, he wanted to know the Lord. He said, I just got out of jail, and it was on a robbery case. He says, I can't make it out here. I've got to reoffend to get back in because that, it was institutionalized. I felt so bad for him, but we prayed. And he asked for the Lord. He humbled his heart and submitted and asked the Lord Jesus into his life. And the last I saw him, he was walking, uh, got into his car. My husband came out of the bank. I thought, where have you been all my life? <laughs> and, uh, He's in here, by the way. He's he in is. the studio. He is. He's in the studio listening to all I this. love of my life. <laughs> anyway, and so they, uh, he drove, the, the man drove off, the young man. But I knew that he had uh, submit. He had given his life over to the Lord Jesus, and he had a smile. He had a countenance. He was so happy, and so that's what what I'm talking about. It's you know, it sets you free. The Word of God. So with that, I called a friend. I got in the car and I said, "You're not going to believe. You know, I'm trying to be retired, right?" <laughs> I told her what happened, and she says, "Girl, you need to get in the prison ministry." And I was, "No, I can't go in there." My people, all of my people for decades are in there. I will be lunch meat. Yeah. You understand? Right. Lunch meat. Well, she said, you got to go. You got to get it. Are you going to tell God no? So next thing I know, I'm going in with this Bible right here and that guitar. And it's weird when you don't have your AR-15 and whatever, but it, it's prison, you know. And I went in and I felt like I was in a shark tank and I, three of my people from the 80s, the 1980s were in, were still in there, wow. and they came up and they they started circling me and they said, "We know you." And I said, "Absolutely." I've got a photographic memory because I worked off of just photographs. So they, you know, I knew right where I got them, practically their name, date of birth, and they said, "You're from Dallas." And I said, I, "Yes, I told y'all." They said, "You're you you've been on TV." And I said, "Absolutely," because the news, you know, yes. getting called off, you know, on the news. <laughs> so with that, they said, "You're a uh, you're a cop." And I thought, and now here I'm in the middle of them. There's 42 of them. They're all, you know, you know, pretty much in for the same. So I said, uh, well, I'm glad we got that all straightened out. <laughs> so everybody get back to your desk. We have a lot of work to do tonight in the Word of God. And I was like, okay, I was thinking this. Jesus, I know you would not bring me this whole career all the way in to the prison behind the razor wire to get me killed on the first night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just not his deal. So anyway, yeah. but the next week they they guarded me. They stationed because the Bible says in Psalm 91:11, he says he dispatches those angels concerning us to yeah. to guard us in all of our ways, to lift us so we don't dash our foot on a stone. That is what I'm saying. So we've been going into the prisons 
and and so you that's know, great. It is liberating. He's on fire. Yeah, with the Holy is. Spirit. I'm here on fire with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes, <she laughs> is. Um, so I, I want to go back because um, you talked about um, your career and taking you this this entire way. Yes. You did. You attended Dallas Baptist, and so I'm guessing you're probably a Christian earlier in life. I wasn't. See that that's the thing. I just become okay. a Christian, and I'm like, I got to get the word. I got to go in and DBU. So I went there and um, just to try to get. You know, I was trying to get that degree and. Um, but so even though you weren't, though, um, it sounds like that you were living it out and not really knowing about it well, in your in your job. How well, were you? How were you doing? Well, that? what happened was I had a little testament, and I would put it down in my bulletproof vest, <laughs> and and I was thinking that that would hold, would shield the bullets, <laughs> right? Go. I mean, I believed in that. In that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. But I, I didn't know what it was like. So one one day I picked, well, we actually, this girl ran from us. She hid under her bed. She had a felony warrant. It was early in the morning. We had to pull her out from under the bed. And, you know, and, and so we got in the car and she says, and people never do this, but she said, I want to thank you for arresting me. And my partner and I looked at each other and she said, you saved my life. And we were like, well, how? She said, now this is the kicker. She says, as you know, Jesus is coming back. And she says, I don't want to be found on bended knee with a, with a needle in my arm. Hmm. And, she, and that just, and I wasn't a Christian. I had not, you know, humbled my heart and invited the Lord in. I didn't really know to do that. But it, that arrow went straight through my heart because I always wanted to help my arrestees. But, you know, all I could do was just bring them in and put them where I was directed to put them, and then the judge, see, we, there's a process, right. right? God's got it. So, that, but I always wanted to help my people, even if they ran, even if they hide, and even if we had to fight. Yeah. But I wasn't a Christian during all that. But I guess the Lord put that on in my heart, or on right. my heart, and here I had that testament in my bulletproof vest. So it was, it was there with me all yeah. along. He's got the plan. He does. Yes, yeah. he does. I hope that helps there because it's a it's mind-boggling to me how he the Lord uh, goes before us and he's always our rear guard as well. He went from being a sheriff to the captain of the Dallas County Sheriff's Posse. Yes. So this means you're on horseback. Yes. And riding on ATV. Either one. <laughs> that like so much fun. So you, have, you have a very exciting life. John Wayne has nothing on you. Well, and so how is that job different from being a sheriff? Well, it, it's really not. It's the same thing. It's just that I changed from squad car to horseback because it's the same. Um, I'm still a sheriff's deputy, and um, and I, st I still have the same uh, powers of you know duties to to do. I just actually am a volunteer now in the sheriff's posse. I keep my badge uh, going alive. I'm still hanging in there after all these years, and it's still. You know, I mean, still shiny, you know, <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot to do. There's, and whether we're in the squad car or on the horses or in the ATV, either way, we can be salt and light. We can radiate the Amen. Lord. Amen. See? Yeah, and, I, I just want to ask you about that because I was just thinking that question in my mind. Like, how do you balance that, being a Christian and doing such a tough woman job like what you're doing? You're having to arrest people and put them in handcuffs. And I know exactly. a lot of these people are probably are lost. They probably don't they are, know the Lord. Yes. And so just talk about that balance, how you can balance your faith with this job that you, you had. Well, God works it out. He apparently along the way, he, he had my back. He had my six, you know, as they say. Yeah. But the, it, uh, how it, it, 
the way, okay, the way I always did, and it works, and it worked for me all those years, was uh, the golden rule. Uh, treat everyone as we would want to be treated. So, I mean, you know, more or less paraphrased. And with respect. And now there were times, though, that we had to resort to the next level and the next level and the next level. And I've been in foot chases and alleys and attics and under houses because I was the attic queen. I was little. So they could push me up. I was easy. <laughs> and I'd get in the window like on our SWAT deal where we'd stack up. Well, it was easy just to put me up in the window. <laughs> you know, that's what they did. You know? then you see a gun <laughs> pointing at yeah. you. <laughs> right, right. See, so oh, um, that's the, the plan that he has. But I always try to, my thing is give them grace. Oh, my. Because I've seen where they live, where they were raised. And the, the they were, you know, didn't quite have it as well as, some of the rest of us. So I've always felt, really, I always had a big heart, felt sorry for them. And I always wished I could help. And then guess what? The Lord had me, sent me into the prisons with the word of God. And there they are. Hey, you know, how y'all doing? But we, I get to share with them the, what works, the truth. And, and so, and with First Dallas, see, when I had this big accident in downtown Dallas, uh, and uh, I wasn't planning on retiring, but this uh, canopy fell on me. It lifted up and fell on me. It was uh, connected to a big table, and that's why I had to retire. Uh, so, but uh, two blocks over was where I really received the truth, which, you know, First Baptist Dallas, downtown Dallas, where Dr. Jeffers was preaching from the Bible, again, the sword of the Spirit, uh, truth. And then from there, I got saved, you know, saved, salvation there at the church, and then I was sent out, you know, go and make disciples. And lo, I'll be, behold, I'll be with you. Yes. So uh, there's just so much that's going on here right now. He's got the plan. Amen. And yes, that's the very Oliver. ones right for everyone. everyone. Yes. He's got a plan for you too. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Amen. It's so exciting and yeah. um, what God's got planned. We can trust his plan. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. Yes, and so it is. when I deal with um, people out on, on the streets, it's like it's in a different manner now. Now that I know the word, and and I deal and I'm like giving them the benefit of the doubt, and you know it's like I understand. I, I do always did really because of the school of hard knocks. I understand that. Yes, I love that. I love that you talk uh, about grace and giving grace, and God gives yes. us grace um, even That's before right. we deserve it, and and most often. We we never deserve it, but I did want to talk about, you have a new book coming out. I do. Speaking of a purpose. And so it's called, She's a County Mountie from, from Bulletproof Vest to the Armor of God. Yes, ma'am. Can you share a little bit about what's in the book? Okay. The book has many stories of this journey of being on the front lines of Dallas, Texas, um, fighting crime, pushing back, and then moving in, just as I said, into... Uh, First Baptist Dallas and the prison ministry and, and going behind the walls. He has a bigger purpose. It was, I feel like I was in this training ground uh, all that time. And I have many chapters of stories of, of people and what God was doing through, throughout the whole journey. But it is a journey. Yes. And, uh, and we're always never really home until we go. And, uh, but it is very, let me tell you, there's some hair raising stories in there, some nail biting, <laughs> some tongue <laughs> eating, sure. eating stories. There you go. And, well. uh, things that you wouldn't believe that happened. 
Well, as Michelle said, I mean, it's wonderful. You have a very powerful story, and, and God is love, and it yes. seems like you put love in everything, mm -hmm. and he equipped you with all the powerful tools, the Bible and the uh, guitar. and Absolutely. Um, you can't miss. You cannot miss the work done. Yes, ma'am. So also you're a private investigator. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I know that you um, rescue the vi victims of human trafficking, and I'm sure... I know you probably can't really talk too much about that, but um, what are the, some of the things you do in this field? Well, we locate missing uh, children, and, uh, and, you know, really I've been doing this all my career is uh, tracking. I've tracked people across the country and even across the world and, and brought them back. And for, So uh, it's the same, really, uh, looking for the lost, the oppressed, and, and bringing them... Uh, being a lead, as far as leading them out of a situation that they don't even really care for and that they have no say in. See, that's another thing. They have no say where they are. But if we can find them and bring them to a safe place and then uh, they can receive the Word of God, see, it's, it's all in the mix there. But it's just, it's helping find uh, people. It's not hard, not hard at all. It's obvious that you care about people, Susan, mm -hmm. and, and I have, we all have a heart for women in particular, and, and this whole rescue operation that you're a part of, I think that is awesome, and, and just I'll just be praying for you <clears> as you, you so uh, move forward doing that, because <clears> it's, such a, it's such an important thing that you're doing. Hey, everybody's been waiting <clears> for <throat> you to sing, Susan. I, I know <clears> that <throat> uh, we need to hear you on the guitar, <clears throat> and uh, she has a song that she's written to go alongside her book, and we think it's going to be a movie <clears throat> one day, possibly, possibly <laughs> yeah. a series, right, Susan? It's yes. called She's a County <clears throat> Mountie, so enjoy that. Maybe if he lived life over again His life wouldn't be what it's always been. These bad guys, you know. Stripping cars, fighting in bars. He wished he'd had more sense. And then we'll wind up doing time in the pen. Okay, here, this is where I come in. The day she booked him in the county jail. Like she didn't remember she met they met before and they danced all night on the sawdust floor. Here we go. Uh -oh. She's a county mountie with a bash for her heart. She's got the big blue eyes that twinkle like the stars. Imagine that. <laughs> She's a long haul of a law. She's a county mountie. Susan the Tried real hard to give her the slip. <laughs> but the lady sheriff, she had a lot of grit. Grit. <laughs> she must have learned driving on the Trinity levees. Imagine that. <laughs> By the way, she handled the bubblegum Chevy. Okay. <laughs> well, he begged that gal not to take him in. They all did it. She locked up those cuffs and said, I really liked you. <laughs> but no hard feelings, I got a job to do. Imagine that. Here we go. I got to get back on the streets. Good luck to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a county mountie with 
a bashful heart. She's got those big blue eyes that twinkle like the stars. She's the long haul of the law. She's a county bounty. Okay. She's a county bounty with a badge for a heart. Oh, my God. Thanks, Susan. That was awesome. That was awesome. a great thank song. You. Awesome. Wow. We cannot girl. wait yeah. to read your well, book. Well, thank you so much. Being released next month. Next month, November Called 29. She's a County Mountie yes. from Bulletproof Vest. To the Armor. To the Armor of God. If you want to reach out to Susan, you can email her at SusanWelchRodriguez at gmail.com. Yes, thanks, Susan, for thank being you. on Pop Talk. And, <laughs> thank you all for and, your time. Yes, and, and thank you for your time. And we would love for you guys to reach out to us. Tell us what you thought about today's show. You can email us at info at pearlsofpromiseministries.com. We uh, we're on Facebook. You can like us there or follow us on Twitter at Pop Talk Media. We're also on Instagram. We're everywhere at pop underscore ministries. And thanks to all of our 12 uh, television platforms who air these shows on a regular basis. We really appreciate all of them. And if you want to see our past shows, go to our YouTube channel. Just look for the Pearls of Promise Ministries. And that is Pop Talk for today. We're just ordinary girls who God, God has, has turned, turned into, into pearls. pearls. <laughs> Have a great week. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.